Ladies and gentlemen, the elbow drop is back for season two. Bigger, blacker, and nigger. As always, we like to remind our listeners that our opinions are not for the easily offended. And if you don't like it, eat a dick, nigga. Prepare to get hit with the elbow drop. Play my shit. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the BWO Facebook group proudly presents to you its Elbow Drop Podcast. It's me, Beast Mode Balls. Trillion Dollar Trev. Bobby. Perfect. Y'all assholes. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? <laughs> I saw that coming. I set you up. I spiked it. We should announce ourselves officially as two of the three members of the hottest new faction in the BWO. Come find us on Facebook. You should. Me and me and Bones, obviously. Uh, I didn't know y'all were part of the solution. That's that's news to me. Way to instantly make me regret even bringing it up in the first place. Congratulations <laughs> on remembering that the solution exists. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Three months without talk, without even saying the word solution. All right, we don't have to say it. We show it. You ain't did that either. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just, moved, I just moved the needle. You didn't hear everybody talking about my first promo battle? I forgot you were in the group, though. I figured y'all just like gave up on that. Not after, not after that promo battle. We here, still moving the needle. Are you here? Because two of you were retired again. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. I mean, no, definitely not. <laughs> no, they'll be back when it's oh, time. They'll be back, but they're definitely retired again. According to them, yeah. Okay. <laughs> retired every fucking two you say okay like sketch hasn't said i'm retired eight different times today like we all know he's not <laughs> we know that not like the time between when you battle isn't called retirement like he thinks it is anyway <laughs> we have a podcast to do uh we're gonna start off by finishing out round two of our best finisher tournament uh i guess i'm just gonna let you guys battle it out and then i'll tie break as necessary because i feel like i might have to a little more first up our final matchup from the high flyer category is the montez frog splash which is the official name of the move going against the eclipse bobby i think you've had a little bit longer to think about it so i'll start with you um i'm gonna have to go with the Montez Frog Splash, man. Like I said, he gets up on that Frog Splash. Best Frog Splash in the business, bar none. I'm about to go with the Frog Splash. Alright. Cool, cool. Bones? I'm also riding with the Frog Splash. I feel like if I show some... Well, I ain't gonna say I feel like this literally happened, but somebody who doesn't watch wrestling was to see Montez do a Frog Splash. They're like, oh my god, that black that black dude is fucking killing. That's why black people should be, should be more restless. That happened with my, my my sister's boyfriend. 
It's like, what the fuck? This nigga jumping out the gym. <laughs> I, feel, I mean, I feel like the Eclipse would get the what the fuck was that reaction, but not like just watching nigga with that kind of hang time. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, what the fuck? And the landing is perfect, too. A lot of niggas landing to be ass lately. All right. Montez Frog Splash moving on to the semifinals. I don't know where we're at. Probably the semifinals. I think, that, I think we're Next moving up. to Elite 8, maybe CC Sam. I'm not sure. Elite 8, yeah. Yeah, Elite 8. I was wrong. I'm sitting here staring at it. I still got it right. <laughs> Uh, next up the, from the submissions we have the Taz mission versus the rings of Saturn the Perry Saturn version I'll swap it Bones you go first this time I love both of these heavily heavily like when, I first, when Taz first showed up on the scene I first seen Taz mission I was instantly a Taz fan even though he had like 2.5 matches but I think I also was the exact same way about the fucking Rings of Saturn, but the Rings of Saturn just like a nigga trying to rip your body off. Like, let me step, let me take these arms from you, player. Gonna be looking like Jax. <laughs> so I'm going with Rings of Saturn, aka the Jax Maker. Jax Maker. All right, Bobby. Um, I'm also going with the Rings of Saturn. This was the hardest one on here for me. But that ring of Saturn looks fucking painful. Like, way more the painful than thing, the past mission. The only thing hard in this decision is a Bluetooth dick. Bluetooth. It gets your dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, just sneak that in there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going definitely going with the rings of Saturn. All right. So far, no disagreements from me at all. Uh, third up, from our strikes category, the Haluva Kick versus the Kinshasa. I felt like I said that wrong for a second, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, Bobby, back to you. This is a lot easier when there's only two <laughs> of you. It's real easy to figure out who I should pick next. I, I bet it is. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna play the setup card with this one. That's basically the thing that that's basically my deciding factor. And the fact that with the Haluva kick, you have to be set up in the exact location, in the perfect position, same spot all the time in the corner, takes a little bit of it away from me in this particular matchup. I'm going with the Kinshasa. Plus, again, Chasa hard as shit. So, again, Chasa it is. All right, Bones, do you agree? Kinshasa! <laughs> <laughs> Got about that part. I, I see. Yeah, I take it as a yes. Literally, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last up, the one that personally is like at least the hardest decision of this round if not like most of the tournament for me the RKO versus the end of days bones I'm going with the end of days still 
still going with the end of the days. Even against the RKO, unbelievably, I'm going with the end of the days. It's hard for me to even believe that I'm picking the end of the days, to be honest with you. It just comes off so clean every time. And I can't say the RKO comes off clean every time. A lot of times, it's just a boring-ass move. Most of the time, actually, it's pretty boring. It's not out of nowhere most of the time. Most of the time, it's just basic as hell. Even, but whenever I see the end of the days, it's always clean and just as good as it was last time. That's why I'm picking in today. It's more for consistency. All right, Bobby. This wasn't the hardest decision for me, but it was the most hurt because I really like the end of days. I always brag on the end of days, but I gotta go with the RKO. You talking about consistency? First off, I ain't never seen Randy Orton hit a bad RKO. First off. Secondly. No, what I'm saying the is that the regular RKOs that he does are just regular RKOs. All right, cool. He's saying it isn't always, like, a big pop when he oh, hits it. It doesn't have to be. That's the beauty of it. When it is out of nowhere, it's out of fucking nowhere in the most colorful well, way possible. The most, basic, the most basic times that he hit uh, in the days, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. I still love me a good cutter. Good RKO, man. Dope. Greatest finisher of all time to me. I'm not mad at it. And it was a viral sensation. I'm mad because now I got to break the tie. Yep. And I don't even know which one. Uh, Like, on the one hand, the RKO is one of the best countered moves in my opinion it's uh like you said when it is good it's real good you get it out of nowhere out of nowhere in the middle of the match or out of nowhere when he's not in the arena um honestly in one way i it kind of feels like the sasha banks of finishers but on the other hand the end of days is always clean like you said, it's, I guess, convoluted isn't the right word, but it's it's like there's a lot going on, but also doesn't seem like there's anything going on. It seems so fluid, but it's like a, a clothesline into a DDT kind of thing. And it's the most protected finisher in wrestling right now, as far as I know. So, I'm going to be honest, I've got to go with a coin flip. I really can't pick the RK. The RKO is, I think, the more classic one, but the end of days is more personally my favorite. I fucking launched that coin. I, I heard it. <laughs> Nobody questioned whether yeah. that's doing the coin toss. <laughs> Not at all. I tried to go up and I hit my hand on the mic and I threw it up against one of my box lights and all over the place um it was heads for end of days right so the rko kind of going out in the sweet 16 me too i kind of i want to trade it for something else i'd be sad either way though top like, two finish the end of days, tournament yeah yeah there are a lot of finisher tournaments where it would come down to the stunner and the rko and they are both 
done going into the Elite Eight. So come join us maybe next week, maybe the week after. We might do a special episode next week. Who knows? Come see how the tournament's going to go on. Anyway, now we get to talk about WrestleMania Backlash. If I had a soundboard, I'd do like the the Price is Right sound. (laughs) 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 That's how it feels. Um, I don't know. I guess we go match by match. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. Well, I don't need to pull it up because I literally just got done watching it. Actually, it's been an hour since I finished watching it. Well, I'm not gonna lie. To I could have watched this it normally at this point. One. Well, I mean, uh, oh, absolutely. We'll have a full. Relax, I didn't put my notes for the last two matches. <laughs> Those are the only ones. <laughs> Shows you how much I was into him. Forgot to put notes. Alright, well, first up was the triple threat match between Asuka, Charlotte, and the champion Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, I'm going to let you all go off on it. I'll be back in three seconds. Well, you'll be back way before I, like, way after I finish. (laughs) I guess I'll go first. So, the first thing that I know, <laughs> the first thing I noticed when I watched this match, as I'm watching it, I'm looking at it, I'm like, damn, Asuka is really carrying this match from an in-ring perspective. Like she was going every time, even if I look, if even if I look down, every time I look back up, Oscar's in there carrying either Charlotte or Rhea. Do me this favor. Let me insert my notes in the middle of yours. That way, that, that way I'll sound more interesting. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so on top, to ask what you just said, that's because the only way these two can have a good match is if they have an Asian woman. Come on. Don't do that. Do not do that. You, the, the, whatever you just said will be the exact same situation with EO. <laughs> Don't do what? Oh, I was, He's basic. I was telling Bobby. Bobby was talking about how Oscar pretty much carried the match from a working perspective. Right? Am I wording you right? Yeah. Okay. And I was saying, and I inserted that that's pretty much because these two can only have a good match if there's an Asian woman involved doing all the work. That's false because they had a good match with each other in the last WrestleMania. But that's false. Yes, they did. They <laughs> Whatever, but she was working her ass. She was working her ass off. Oscar was in there going, and this is coming from a Rhea and Charlotte fan. Um, it was a lot of back and forth in that match. Pacing was real good. I think I think all three of those women have real good chemistry with each other. I love that last sequence with all three of them. Um, from, starting from when they all was on the ground punching each other. All the way up into all those reversals and shit that they did right before right before the end. I thought everything in that little sequence was dope. The only mm-hmm. thing um I got a nitpick about was the ending. Yep. So Charlotte is on the apron. She kicks Oscar in the head, right? So that means that she's not out of it. 
she's technically on the offensive actually because she got her little kick in. So when she kicks her, that sends her in, that sends her in to Rhea for the riptide in the pin. So my question is, my thing is, Charlotte was just right there standing on the apron. Logically, how could she not have enough in her to go in and break up the count or at least act like she was about to break up the count or trying to or couldn't make it at the last minute? Something. I thought that was kind of shaky to me. Um, Super shaky. I've seen people break up pins from commentators. <laughs> right. Like, they just they just book it. And they just show they just show the um they just show the hooker out there just on the apron just looking like you motherfucker like <laughs> go do something you had enough time to try to go do something you saw her go into her finisher like that I I really didn't like that it actually that shit was very stupid yeah it actually made me go down a point because I was on like a 6.5 more towards a 7 with this match but I had to bump one off for the finish. I got I gave it a 6. Oh, are we rating it? I thought we were. We usually do. Shit. <laughs> I feel like we've had ones where we did. That was such a squit, such a sketch question. Oh, we always <laughs> I, to I was on? watching it. No, I was I was watching like, it and I was like, "Now nah, we We've definitely had ones where we didn't rate it. It's fine. Not, not that I've been on. Not in the wild. Uh, they all. I'll just say now they all get sixes for me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all talk me to something else, fine. But I'm also not writing it down. That's cool. So um. Yeah, You're not my, getting my, everything my to six. Too. First off. Yeah, I don't believe that either. We'll see. <laughs> so my problem too, everything Bobby said, plus why the fuck was um Charlotte just staring at just pointing at um Rhea Ripley like the monkey that lives in Chris Griffin's closet. <laughs> she was <laughs> five. That's fair. I don't guess this this should happen. Nah, this this one's a six. Like Bobby said, most of the ending was good. There were a lot of matches on Backlash that I felt like got good in the last third. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. It was kind of a trend. Next, um, next was the the SmackDown tag team match. Yeah, between. The Dirty Dogs, as I learned today, is their name officially. <laughs> and the Mysterios. Well, Rey Mysterio. Basically. <laughs> I'll let you have it, boss. Rey Mysterio killed that shit. But overall, this is just an okay match. Six. I'm very happy that they, that they won. But, I mean... This is a very basic story, and that was cool, too. Just a rehash story that's been done a bunch of times. I mean, it happens. Like, yeah. I was watching something on YouTube, and somebody was like, you don't get mad at a rom-com because the people end up in a relationship. It's kind of what you was coming to see. Like, yeah, you're right. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, cool. Cool, they, they played out that story. But this Ray Mysterio, Ray Mysterio held that shit down. Like, fuck. He plays he plays the under, the overcoming underdog so fucking well. It's easy yeah, he been doing it his whole career. So long. So he's been around yeah. so long. It's easy for me to forget or unappreciate it. But, yeah, I loved it. I love I love that the way he did that. Not so much that I loved while I was watching. Probably a lot of that is probably because I don't like the dirty dogs at all. <laughs> and shit what you got against them? Do to me that could be entertaining. They just dry as fuck. That's overall. They what did you rate it? Six. Okay. Well. For me, I knew the outcome of this match and exactly how it was going to play out as soon as they attacked Dominic on the pre-show. Because I was watch, I was actually watching the pre-show this time. So when they did that, oh, I, I knew the story they was going to tell and I knew what the outcome of the match was going to be. My question, because I haven't been keeping up with SmackDown much, honestly... So, like, has Dominic been disprotected on SmackDown 2 as far as his matches? Because he didn't do nothing in the match, and it seemed like it was a way. Not even close. That's what he's been. Yeah, I I knew that's what you were saying. Yeah, he he has, like, matches. He's been just wrestling regular. Yeah, you're right. It's not like we got to pretend like he's a wrestler, but hide it from people. I guess he. I guess he. He came off like that, though. Mm-hmm. It did. I guess they just wanted to tell that story. But even when he got back and got in, he didn't really do anything. It was Ray basically carrying that whole match with them. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's some backstage stuff. I don't know if Bobby Roode didn't want to look bad to, to Dominic or something like that. Or... Man, don't nobody give a fuck about what Bobby Roode wants. <laughs> <laughs> Notice I said Bobby Roode and not Dolph. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, fuck he gonna care. He might be like, well, yeah, but everybody beats up Dolph. The niggas, the niggas would care about Dolph saying something, but we know Dolph don't give a fuck. So it's a complete opposite. Dolph gets beat up by everybody though. He's like Nick Lilly in the promo division. Dude gets beat up by every fucking body. (laughs) He wouldn't care. You a lot to. Um. <laughs> you unlock the achievement to be allowed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was definitely saying it before, but now I have the right to officially. <laughs> but uh, also the only other thing I have is that Dom's frog splash looks better than Sasha's, in my opinion. That's about the only other thing that I had of note. Um, the match was just there. It wasn't special. I'm happy for the Mysterios. And that Dom Hill turn on his dad is going to be very heartbreaking. Five out of ten. True. <laughs> I, uh... I don't know. This this definitely felt like it was more of a storytelling match than a match-match. Like, the point was definitely just to give the Mysterios the belt. My my only kind of thing with it is like if it was so easy for them to win that they did it with that much adversity, like why wasn't anybody winning it off of these guys before? Are they better than the league? They're like a four foot eight dude. Basically beat them two on one. They haven't even been cheating like 
They've been making it seem like they were cheating, but in reality, they've been winning clean. It's hard for me to explain that without because y'all, I don't know if y'all been keeping up. Well, I know Bobby hasn't already said it, but like a lot of mm-hmm. the matches they've been having, it's been like slightly questionable shit they do, but it's not at all cheating. So they actually winning clean on like the street profits and shit. So I kind of don't even get what they what they were trying to do with these guys anyway. Yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't look like they're like weak or anything. Oh, one now more thing I had to add. They could have just did this at Mania. They really yeah. could have. I mean, I mean the moment in itself of them winning and like the afterwards was Mania worthy. Right. Maybe they thought it would have been too big and it would have overshadowed the other shit like Bianca winning or something. Well, they could have done it on SmackDown. <laughs> the SmackDown where they had that fatal four-way. Yeah, I mean... I mean, shit, they just did it with Tamina, and she got fucking fireworks. She did. Fucking Tamina. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a whole nother episode about some other shit. That's a whole episode for you by itself. Yep. This episode of Tamina and Jeff Hardy. If we if we still have some time, we might just let you go off again. We'll hype you up for it. Uh, what was next? The zombie apocalypse match. Right. The Damian Priest versus it was Miz, mm-hmm. right? I don't even remember. They're both fucking around in the lumberjack. Before we get into the zombies, does anybody have anything to say about this match that does not involve the zombies? Yes. The actual oh, wrestling wasn't that bad. Not really. Uh, it's hard for me to say. It. Nope. I can't. I can't say it without mentioning the zombies. So no. <laughs> but the zombies are okay, the main. Well, let's start talking about zombies. Well, my my thing. That I was I just saying, say, like that's that's the whole match is the zombies. My thing that one yeah kind of doesn't have anything to do with zombies, but I have to mention zombies, is that mm-hmm. Damian Priest has yet to have a fucking match where he mattered. It's like y'all mm-hmm. want to make him the big deal, but y'all won't let him be the big deal. He didn't win this match clean, like not fucking dominantly. Like I don't know, like it just, it just I, like, came back to him finishing the match off. If you know what I mean, like he kind of. I thought the I same know, thing, man. and I was supposed to put that in my notes. I don't know why I didn't, but I was thinking the same thing. I was like, damn, Damian Priest, he doesn't feel like a big deal. Like I like I personally want him to, and like he should be. It's like he had this match with all this zombie fuckery. Everybody talking about the zombies. Nobody's talking about this match. He had the shit with Bad Bunny. Everybody's talking about Bad Bunny. And Bad Bunny did most of the work on that team as far as in the, being in ring. And everybody's talking about Bad Bunny. It's like he's an afterthought in everything that they're doing right now. Even like the fucking matches he was doing with The Miz and Morrison on, on Raw was like... He wasn't even, it was kind of the Miz and Morrison being entertaining. And he would show up and be like, hey, let's fight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's the the most I can say without directly talking about the zombies. Then they're going to be looking like, then they're going to be looking stupid. And Bruce Pritch is going to be on his podcast five years later talking about, yeah, Damien Priest just didn't work. Yep. Like. I wonder why. But so the zombies, though. <laughs> okay, hey. so with the zom, with the zom, <laughs> it was hokey as fuck. But I can see 
I, I yeah. can kind of see what Sketch was trying to say about it visually looking kind of cool and everything, but nah. At I'll the same time, nah. Here's here's my thing about it is that it just came out of nowhere. I think I think it was a real cool setup. Everything looked cool. It was a cool idea, but like, it was just for no reason. They're just like, oh shit, there's zombies now, and then after it, they're like, okay, no more zombies. <laughs> like, if this had been at like an Extreme Rules horror fest, or like there had been zombies before in the feud or something, I think it like it just needed a little even, bit of like anything making sense. Basically, what I saw is that the- about Batista's tweet beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Like, they just, oh, yeah, y'all. Batista tweeted this. Hope y'all were following him so y'all already knew about this. <laughs> the only setup that I can remember that they had was when Damian Priest said that he wanted the match, and dude specifically said, I want Miz in a lumberjack match. I don't care who's out there, what superstars. It can be zombies for all I care. And it's like they took it and run away with it. And that's what we were supposed to get out of it and be like, oh, yeah, zombies. Yeah, see, that didn't work because this is the first time I'm remembering he even said that. Same. That, that line was probably At the time, that seems so ridiculous. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said it in the middle of backstage like, oh. when he asked for the match. I do remember that. I don't know if they said it in the build-up or if I might have that I might have actually watched that episode or all. <laughs> but well, I remember. Was something that would have stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I agree with the sketch said, if they, not, if they don't come back as zombies, then... I mean, I guess what else could happen? <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's, let's be. I, don't, I didn't watch Raw tonight, but let's just be honest. We we all know what happened. They came back like um when that time Big Boss Man got home. <laughs> and my thing is, I I get it. What some people are trying to say, I I get it. I get they were trying to trying to promote the movie and all of that shit, but. And there was another way they could do it. They couldn't do it like a hokey backstage segment or something to promote it, like they do with a lot of here's, other things. Here's my thing. They, that shit. You want to watch the movie? I, I was getting it. True. Yeah. I commented All that on, on somebody's like, status. It did, did make me realize that the movie had zombies in it because I, I all the commercials I saw, I never realized that that's what they were doing. So I mean, I guess. It informed me that it was a zombie movie. But it did nothing Here's another to want to see it. Yeah, no. I don't think anything they ever do makes me want to see any of their movies. None, none of their promotions of anything make me want the product at all. <laughs> it just makes me annoyed they're doing it. But I feel like another way that it would have worked is if there were zombies, like, the whole time. Like, I'm not saying, like, every match should have zombies, but, like there's like backstage segments where it's happening and people are like oh it's kind of like a thing yeah the and theme like, of the show was zombies basically yeah make it because I, I know that they like had the the tweet everywhere and i didn't see it but sketch said that like some of the videos in the thunderdome were zombies it's just like oh this one match there's an entire zombie outbreak we didn't really mention it before and we're not ever going to mention it again that's like the only part that kind of seems dumb that's why, uh, like, I've seen some comparisons. People are like, y'all be saying this, but, like, 
stuff in other companies or like the fiend luchasaurus and stuff nobody says any of that's dumb i think that's why for me is because like they at least pretend that stuff exists like i guess the equivalent would be like if chris jericho was having a match at double or nothing and they were like and by the way it's chris jericho versus a t-rex <laughs> and then they never mentioned it again it, but it was it happened i want to bring up tyler's um since he's not here to talk about it anyway i'm gonna bring it up but he was like um his issue with it was that um they actually the announced team actually may try to make it feel tried to make everything feel real and i think he said yeah. that um had they talked had they just played it up like oh it's zombie actors and kind of played it played it out to be hokey instead of trying to be serious with it it would have felt better i guess is what he was trying to say it's what i got out of it anyway i would i mean i was still gonna hate it so <laughs> oh yeah by the way one. Oh, rating yeah i forgot i gave it a four at least six you got it a six Everything's a six. Not that. No, that's definitely not. <laughs> say what you're gonna say. Well, I gave it a four. At least the wrestling in the ring when they were wrestling was clean. Nothing. Didn't even realize it was happening. One. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, come like, on. My, I watched that match twice. My entire recap of all the wrestling moves were the, all the wrestling moves that weren't against zombies. The only thing I remember is hit the lights. I hated yeah. that shit when they went to the outside and then they all of a sudden started teaming up to battle the zombies and shit like they <laughs> fucking um Alcon Zemo and shit. I hated that shit. That shit looked stupid. Yep. One. <laughs> I'm still right. on I'm, I'll go with a three because I think the zombie thing was fun. And technically that's part of the match. If you want me to judge it on just the wrestling, I'm probably going to go lower because no, like Bones, I don't zombie remember. Thing it. Has to, has to be, the zombie thing is the match, but I can't go above one. No, that's fair. Um, Next, was is it just the time? The, no, uh, Bianca and Bailey was next. Yeah, but Bianca Bailey was next. All right. Bones, how you feel about Bianca yeah. right now? Okay. Does it, that does shit was alright. Spot to talk about. And that shit was horrible at the same time. It's a three. <laughs> That's a horrible. You're gonna have to elaborate on that. That's a horrible fucking way to fucking give your new champion that you want to be a dominant champion a win. Oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it was a little bit different of a roll up. She wrapped her hair around the legs, but overall, ass. And the finish is what what wow. brought me down to a three. The match, the match itself was cool. I mean, but it was always going to at at. And first off, that match being cool with those two people, because regardless of how um Bobby feels about Bailey, I think she's great. Bobby thinks she's great with Sasha. For those who just <laughs> tune into the show, 
but I think she's great. And I think that the like their baseline or like the the whatever the opposite of the ceiling is, the floor for them is a good match. So I mean, yeah, they had a good match, but with that finish, like who are you protecting, Bailey? For what? It didn't help that Michael Cole didn't even know what happened. It always kind of it shouldn't, but it always kind of ruins a match a little bit it when does. Michael Cole or anyone on commentary is confused about whether or not the match is over. Unless that's like the point, and like it very clearly is what they were doing is a screwy finish. But when Bianca gets a pin, and Michael Cole has to be like, "Wait, did she kick out? Does she? Oh no, I guess she got the pin after the bell rang." It doesn't help the match. <laughs> That's it. And for me, this was um the Bianca Belair match that I enjoyed the least, like ever. Yeah, hmm. that's fair. Interesting. Like she looked way stronger. I in thought a this was a really that she did here. Uh, yes. I really like the match. Had, if she had hit and the I, KOD and won, I probably would get this match a seven. For for um comparison. I really liked the match. I thought it was a good match. It, I thought it was a good showcase for Bianca. I thought she looked strong from most of it, especially at the beginning. She was low key ragdolling Bailey around for a minute. Now the at the beginning I thought I was thinking, okay, this is going to be one of those matches that I was going to be like, okay, this would have just been good for a SmackDown main event or something like that. But it for me, it picked up. And I don't know if it's because I hadn't watched Bailey on SmackDown in a minute and hadn't seen any of her matches in a minute or something. But this is some of the best heel work I've seen Bailey do. Like, she was doing a lot more. I guess so, because she was doing a lot more of those heel antics. Maybe that's what it is. Because a lot of those heel antics and tactics, she kind of turned up on them a little more. And and I don't know, Bailey might be growing on me, because I really liked her in this match. Um, something I would have never said about Face Bailey, by the way. <laughs> and for me, I love how they integrate Bianca's hair into her matches and shit. I like that Bailey the belly spot. They almost got me with that actually, when she uh kind of whipped her with the hair and then brought her in with the belly to belly. And um, also I like the creativity of the ending. They didn't execute it that well, but I liked where they were. I like where they were trying to go with personally for me it was creative it was different and like I said it is creative ways that they incorporate that here into her into her matches like that because that's her thing it's different so I thought it was a good show and I gave it a seven. Oh yeah I agree with everything you said so far I just hated that finish and that's that was a four point <laughs> drop for me finish yeah finishes drop matches hard for him yeah they can for me too i don't i don't think it dropped four points for me for that but it was definitely it 
put a tiny gray cloud over well, I had there. to drop the first match of uh, point for the finish, so. I pretty much agreed with what you guys were saying. I don't think there was anything. I mean, I, I think, Bobby, you enjoyed it a little more than I did. Yeah. I thought it was decent. It wasn't anything so Better than what opinion. I thought it was going to be. See, Bobby. I was Bobby about to say it might have been my least favorite. Definitely were lower because it was Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I think that helps. Uh, I was going to say it was my least favorite, and then I immediately remembered that the Lumberjack match that I already forgot <laughs> happened. happened. Uh, I enjoyed it a little less than the other women's match, though, is the first thing I think of, so I've got to give it a five. It's crazy, because even though I rated it, just, it lower, I definitely enjoyed it way more than the other women's match. Mm -hmm. I just, I just really finish. liked the last... Uh, that last little section, like Bobby was saying in the other match. Yeah, I will, I'll take this right. finish over the first finish for me. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, what was it? I care more the triple about threat. Bianca, so. I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, the triple threat. Who, who was it? Strowman and Lashley and yeah, Drew. Them for the Raw men's title. The WWE Championship. Uh, I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised by yeah, this one I was in too. a few ways. I was it was, first of all, for being three big dudes, especially the ones that they picked, uh, it was more of a wrestling match than I thought. Drew McIntyre played the roller coaster. Like there was... Played. Yeah. Like... He there was, was like, a lot I'm of the weakest stuff. Nigga, people were... I gotta be faster. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. It was like he was the one doing the stuff, like the surprise jumping off the ropes to catch him and shit. And it's like they could have easily just walked around punching each other. Right. And I think someone it it might have been Tyler even was like, yeah, it was a big hoss fight. And like in some ways it was. Great. Welcome back. Hey. I don't, What's I don't up? remember even where I was. So. Fuck it. We were talking about the, um. About Tyler. We were? No, he's saying Tyler no, we're talking about the something. I don't know. I know we're talking about the... I know we were talking about the Drew McIntyre match. You said that he was looking like a cruiserweight. It was something. It was a good match. I'm all frazzled now from everything crashing, <laughs> but it was better than I thought. The other big reason that it was better than I thought was uh, Braun Strowman looked great in it, in my opinion. Braun Strowman looked like the monster among men again. Yep. He kind of did. Someone that I can see. Lost, he also lost like he used to lose too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but like, I, I could see him down the road being champion. Might not be the best run, 
maybe in more of like a slow period, but be better than the last ones. Yeah. To me, they made they made Drew look very good in this match. You can tell I mean, they I still feel like everybody still came out of, looking good. Yeah. But it's it's remarkable for me to see to see that with Strowman because of how Strowman been being treated. Yeah. They try they really tried to I think they really tried extra hard though to make Drew look like the workhorse in this and made him come look come out looking extra good. You could tell that he's still on their radar and he, they still want him to be their star by the way that they use him in them in this match, if that makes sense. Because he was the main one that was fighting Bobby while Strowman was gone, he took Bobby out, and then he's the one that basically had the bulk of the match with Strowman and was working with Strowman and everything. In on the on top of him not taking the pin and being protected and everything. Initially, I was I was kind of like, damn, they took Bobby out and then he basically didn't wasn't in this match down there. And then came in at the end that kind of made Bobby look like it a sucker, but at the, it seemed like it. It kind of made Bobby look like a sucker, but then at the end I thought about, it, I was like, you know what? That was actually smart heel shit for them to do. And plus, he went through the fucking barricade and looked like he got electrocuted and shit. So it would make sense for him to be out for the amount of time that he was out. And then he just came back in like, huh? Gotcha, bitches. My belt. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that that was kind of because he he I came did... in like it was calculated. I think is what did it. Right. If he just come in and been like, oh, I don't know where I am. I just happen to be here now. But he came in <laughs> like he was like, okay, I'm a. This is my time to take advantage of it. Get back. Right. Then my nigga rub my nigga rubbing it in after after the end. <laughs> the nigga's like, Woo, he running around the ring like I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all tired for? Like nigga, where was you? <laughs> <laughs> the rubbing it in was kinda of, was, was kinda of what did it for me. Like okay, yeah, that that was kinda of smart. It made it look like a super dick. Yep, loved it. But um, I gave this match an eight. It was a really good match. Bones. I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven too. I bumped it up a little bit from my six average. <laughs> so finally, we had Roman Reigns and Cesaro for the Universal Championship. How'd you feel about Cesaro? the role he was meant to play <laughs> I I agree with that he, de he deserved he deserved the title shot and he deserved to lose it <laughs> like I feel like you don't just deserve shit just so you stayed around but he's been putting in the work he fucking got better on the mic and he should be in this promo program now also they were smart enough to realize hey don't nobody get no fucks about no Cesaro versus Roman Reigns program we know Cesaro gonna lose so we had a whole bunch of other shit going on around it. That wasn't even the main story. Which was also good. And if there was ever a time for it to be the match that Roman Reigns decided to have by himself, this was the guy to have it with. Mm-hmm. True. 
that was a really good fucking work match on both sides. Yeah, Cesaro, I feel like, brought, like, a good kind of fresh main event feel. It's like, it wasn't quite like the, like, come up kind of underdog thing, but it wasn't quite like the overbearing confident thing. And I think, like you said, it's definitely his role. I feel like he did a good job in being in a main event and not a champion. Yep. And I don't, I don't feel, I don't want that to sound like it's anything bad on him because that's there's a lot of people who can't do that. But I feel like he could do a good job and please people, being the guy who doesn't win championship matches. He was a good body for Roman Reigns. Yeah. No, no. If he does, if he does indeed win the title one day, which I, I I don't want to see really, honestly. But if he does, it's gonna blow the roof off of someplace. Mm-hmm. Like him winning is gonna I be a big deal to a lot of people. I definitely me, people. feel like he could get like a good mid card run. Oh, I'm talking about the big one. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. But I'm saying, like, based off of this, I feel like he could have a good four or five month IC title run. My thing is, why revert him? Okay, we got past the Seth Rollins stuff. Why? Mm-hmm. Revert him back to Seth Rollins. Okay, we got past that. Got him in the main event. Got that over with. Now let's put him back with Seth Rollins. Unless they're well, gonna uh, work it into a triple threat. I don't. I don't no, that's the only. That, but I'd see a tag match do, more they should. of some sort. That's the only way it makes sense is if they make it into a triple threat. Otherwise, why even have him go backwards like that? Mm-hmm. He should be moving on to something different, in my opinion. Except Rollins, I want to see more than more than anything else possible right now is Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. I was about to say that, but, yeah. but I want to see them as is. I don't want to see anybody trying to be good. Yeah, and they're and they're. This is where the heel face their name shit shit some shit because they are they have perfect personalities to not like each other and for it to make sense for you to not like each other and for everybody else to take sides in their in their match without either one of them becoming quote unquote faces. Mm-hmm. I think too that like I they both see it, maniacs. I'd want to see it as more of a slow burn. Because I like kind of the thing, like Sketch has been saying right now, that it's like two Batman villains. It's like they both have their own, especially that little stare down they kind of had at the end, where Rollins is there in his weird, like, crayon melty suit, and then Reigns is there, like, shirtless with his red pepper necklace, and they're just kind of looking down. Like, they look like completely different styles of heels. So to see them like kind of do like they've been doing with Cesaro, where they kind of bicker about stuff going on, like you handle your shit in SmackDown and I'll handle mine until it kind of breaks down between them, I think that could be real cool. I, and like like from a logical storytelling perspective, which we don't we don't count in the go to, but it only makes sense that this SmackDown's not big enough for both of them. Mm-hmm. True. Is this a bunch but of as far as going to reverse Cesaro? I think the real, I think the real true thing that's going on here is just that they got, they got, they, they got bored in the back with names on it. Like, well, what the fuck do we do with Seth Rollins? What do we do with Cesaro? Well, fuck it. 
Yeah. Remember that time since I was spent Steph Rollins a whole bunch of times? <laughs> yeah, and he spent them on his neck. You know what? Book it. I picture it like they got like the magnet names on just like a chart, and they just pick them up and go slap them next to someone. <laughs> They're like, that's their feud now. They got little tallies of how many matches they've had. Wasn't there supposed to be an IC title match? It was. Who's the IC champion? That, uh, Apollo Crews. Apollo. Apollo. Right. Wasn't there supposed? I feel like there was supposed to be a Fatal Four Way. Maybe it's happening on SmackDown, but. They set up him against Big E, against Kevin Owens, against Sami Zayn. So I thought about it when I was thinking earlier that Cesaro would be good to go against him next. But then I was like, nah, he's in, messed up with three other guys right now. I can't wait until he goes up against Cesaro and then Cesaro starts. They should have had like that him. on this pay-per-view. That would have been fire. I thought they were going to. That would've, they would have stole the show. Maybe. There's, well, 75% chance. I was going to say there's a couple things I would have thought would have stolen the show, but there's not. I don't think there was any match that I thought was going to steal the show. I, well, you know, of course I did. but Yeah. So, uh, the other thing that I wanted to note when I was watching just the whole, like, after Fallout with Jey Uso, mm -hmm. uh, not that he did anything that was anything new, but I feel like the way they're building his story, um, if and when he eventually turns on Reigns, if they do it right, could be like Linda McMahon stepping up levels of like a serious moment. They're gonna slow burn that until they get fans. I just hope when they when they get to that point, if everything doesn't fall apart before they can do that, that it's not just like, oh, uh, Jimmy super kicked Reigns. Like, I hope they have, like, the full dramatic, like, physically him turning on Reigns behind his back. And, like, you can, like, you have the anticipation that, like, it's coming and everything. It just feels like such a big moment with how, like, tied together they are now. But I feel like they're going to fuck it up. They could do that. They could let it play out even longer and have Jimmy kind of get reverted. There's so many ways they can go with the story. Mm-hmm. I think Jay gonna turn on Jimmy first before anything. And the I think so. It's, it's such a very small thing, but it's also a big thing. Right now, you can actually tell the difference between Jimmy and Jay Uso. Yep. You can. And that's kind of a, a big deal to me. Anyway. It's not even from their shirts like, either. Like, like, yeah, like like a you can tell the difference from them by a lot now. It's it's like it's on purpose at that point because mm -hmm. like not only is Jimmy here longer. Yeah, Jimmy. Not only is Jimmy's hair longer, but also, like, his beard is much thicker. So, like, goddammit, these niggas look like completely different niggas, almost. They look like brothers yeah. because those two things are so distinguishable. Mm -hmm. uh, folks like my wife could tell the difference from day one. <laughs> I don't know uh, how. Folks like my wife, too, but not me. Well, y'all's like, wife can tell the difference between three shades of brown. My, I got twin cousins <laughs> that I've been... I've watched him grow up and I just seen one at my grandma's house yesterday and I didn't know who he was and you know what's the worst part is that I left I left not knowing who he was he made, that, that sounded so him. bad I ain't never I ain't never say which one of you or nothing I just kept talking to him I mean cause at the end of the day they kind of the same person as far as how I'm gonna talk to him or what they got going on in their lives I know one of them married and one of them ain't one of them got a kid and one of them don't He's going to be listening to this right now and be like, oh, Uncle Michael. 
<laughs> I'm so hurt. Can you yeah, what did y'all rank the match? Oh yeah. Uh. Oh yes. Um, eight. Uh, to a seven, but it's better than their last seven. That's pretty much my rationale. I think I'm gonna go with an eight. It, it was this and the last in the last match was neck and neck. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd give it an eight too, though, because uh, when I said before that like a lot of the matches got a lot better in their last little third, I think this one was the one that did the most. Cesaro kind of popped off for a little bit, and it was cool. Yeah, uh, stuff like where he where he uh, what did he, did he suplex Reigns or something when he picked him up off of the apron on the other side and just lifted him all the way over. Oh yeah, I think it was like a backdrop suplex or something. It was cool. Mm -hmm. It's always cool when he shows off how strong he is. This pay per view was a pretty good pay per view for what it was, in my opinion. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I hope I can still hear me. I just got an email yeah. telling me my likes about to get cut off. Oh damn! Damn. It's just negligence. It's not that I don't have the money literally <laughs> to pay right now. It's just like, a, oh, I didn't even realize my bill was due. You know what else about to I get got cut a week off? To pay it. Not a big deal. Shut the fuck up! 